Hey guys, it's been a while since my last recording and I'm really sorry about that. There have been a lot of updates in my personal life. I graduated from the University of Waterloo, then I started working at a company, then I switched cities to so started working at a different company. So finally I got time to make the podcast and today we have Akash. He's an IAS officer in India and we're going to ask him what's the process like to become an IAS officer and what does the job entail. For those of you who do not know what's an IAS officer, it's the short form for Indian Administrative Services and it's one of the most coveted professions in India. So Akash, when did you decide to become an IAS officer? Uh, there are a lot of reasons because in India it's one of the most seeked out career choice. Like your parents must have some encounter with the civil servant in their uh, growing up or when they are doing their business or their career. So, there was something in my uh, childhood also like uh, being exposed to officers of different fields, not just administration, but police definitely because administration and the police are the more visible part of the bureaucracy. So, but other than that, police or the road transport officers in different fields. So, there was some uh, what do I say, some memories of that, but later on when I decided uh, to join the preparation or to start working on it was during my college. So I graduated from IIT Kanpur and in my college there are a lot of seniors who have been into the services before me. You know, but it has been a, uh, it has been already a path already worked on by a lot of seniors initially and now when I joined the service I see seniors 1960s, 70s, 80s batches from my college in the different services. So then, so these uh, so these alumni from IT Kanpur who are in the services, they used to visit the college and they used to take pictures and have interaction with us. So that time I really looked up to them when they described the kind of work they are doing. So this was initially in the first two years when I got exposed to the kind of work they do and the responsibility they get. Then, as you must be doing, you're an engineering student, that uh, third year you get to do some internship. So I got to do my internship with Kiram And it was two months internship and I thought the, after the internship that this is something which I can't be doing after my graduation because cubicle and the office environment and the culture, uh, I didn't like it much. And most of the time I was playing badminton in my internship. So I thought this is not the path I'd be taking for sure. So, but after, like in my fourth year, when I came from internship, I I started preparing seriously for this exam, they, uh, taking notes of what seniors have been or the successful candidates have been doing it. So, jotting down my uh, things to do before I give the attempt. So it was during the college when I decided uh, decided that I'll be preparing for this exam or um, did you have a backup option or is is it a good idea to like go all in and like start preparing? Yeah, backup option, uh, more than that what I will say because UPSC uh, has this only one criteria that you should be a graduate student. So what I will suggest that uh, there should be very uh, solid graduation uh, subject or graduation or graduation foundation of your uh, education because after that, because once you move out of the college, then the graduation 
if the benchmark which decides what your career, career will be, it will open or close a lot of doors for you. So, first of all, get into the good college. That was the thing. Uh, so, I was lucky in that sense. Then, when I gave the attempt, then uh, in the first attempt, I didn't have any backup option. But I definitely thought that uh, there should be something I, I should be doing other than this preparation because you must be doing it's a one year program, uh, one year goal. They take one year of your uh, life to dig the exam. There are three stages, one after the other, after three, three months interval. So I decided that uh, I'll be doing something other uh, uh, along with this preparation because it's very difficult for me to be giving fully uh, a year to this preparation because it consumes a lot of time emotions. So I did my, I joined the masters from IT Delhi simultaneously while preparing for this exam. And it wasn't as a backup option, but it was, it was certainly something which I thought uh, I'll be interested in. I joined energy studies and because energy during my graduation, I thought it's a very wonderful topic and seeing the, the scope of renewable energy in the future, I thought this is something which I'd be happy doing it, if not civil service also. So I joined something of my choice and uh, what I'll say, I give 40, 60%, 40% to my master and 60% to my preparation. So that was my journey. And coming back to your question about the uh, backup option, I think in the first two attempts, I think people should go on fully. Uh, because sometimes what happens, people, when we have backup options, when we don't decide our priorities, what 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 amount of time should be given to do preparation and all. So, but after definitely third or third attempt, uh, people should some uh, think something about some backup option. And backup option uh, option is not very difficult when you're preparing for UPSC because once you're deciding to be joining the government services, there are different state exams. There is forest services also. So there are a lot of opportunities in the government service sector only that which you can try and you know, get fit in. So I don't think backup option will be a problem. And in that sense, there are a lot of government opportunities available with state also and there are other services also. Um, Apart from that, yeah, but I think after third attempt or fourth attempt, one should definitely think about backup option. Because uh, it leaves you know, uh, it leaves you totally drained out after three, four attempts. If you haven't qualified, it, you feel somehow lost in your life. Then a backup option really helps you to at least you know, gather that confidence, start moving. Um, how were you balancing your masters and the preparation? Like, how did you keep yourself motivated? Motivation. So for me, motivation was never a problem. In that sense, I was. Uh, I knew. No, uh, if you choose right things, then I think motivation uh, is never a problem. Like when I joined master, it wasn't just for the sake of masters. I joined. I joined the uh, sector or the uh, branch which I like studying. That is energy. So for me, uh, that was not uh, just as in getting a degree, but also learning a lot during that uh, uh, masters. And for motivation in UPSC, I think uh, people who come with uh, very personal uh, things like few must be having different exposure in their life. And the one thing for which you started doing, for which you started your preparation means a lot. Like back in college, when I thought uh, the, the, the big reason that I, 
why you started this preparation was that people from different services told one particular thing about UPSC or the different services that it gives you a responsibility which no other service, no other job will give you at such a young stage. So that was a big motivation for me. So when I considered myself sitting in a cubicle in a Shlambhaji intern, as a Shlambhaji intern, I thought I didn't have much to do, like making presentations or my job was this only, seeing the performance of particular motors or the different other things regarding the lean cycling, lean cycle or lean steps in the production. So from that I thought if I have to do something that should, that 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 thing should be which is at least sense of responsibility in me when I start doing that thing. So that was UPSC one thing and along with UPSC I also started my startup during that time. So then I decided that yes, these are things which I really, one should be doing for if they feel motivated about it because Startup also give you the responsibility that if you are starting something new, then uh, and another thing, the UPSC thing, yes, once you get into the service, there are a lot of responsibilities on your shoulders. So, for me, motivation was just this one thing, only responsibility. That whatever I do, it should have a certain sense of responsibility, uh, yeah, and the possibilities uh, while doing your job. Are you still running your startup? No, no, no. I can't run it uh, right now because being a government servant, I can't do that. But yes, I think my friends are doing it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going great. It, it started from IT Delhi only, so that's what that's what I said. Thinking that once you are in a good, you know, in a good college or in a good spot, like where uh, where if you see yourself that there are a lot of uh, opportunities coming anywhere to you, like. Startup हो गया या फिर कुछ मास्टर्स डिग्री और कुछ पीएचडी प्रोग्राम और और अ स्टडी एक्सचेंज प्रोग्राम सो दैट दैट व्हाट आई स्टिल फोकसिंग ऑन दिस ऑलवेज हैव गुड अपॉर्चुनिटी फॉर योरसेल्फ बिकॉज़ एट द एंड दिस अपॉर्चुनिटी विल सेल यू थ्रू सो या स्टार्टअप इस स्टिल रनिंग एंड स्टिल इन आईटी so my friends are running it. It's on electric vehicles, and it's going great. Um, how would you describe a day as an IAS officer? See, I'm pretty new to the service. This is my like second year, and earlier I was in income tax, uh, IRS, Indian Revenue Service, income tax. I did eight months of training, and now I'm in Indian Administrative Service, and I'm undergoing my district training in Punjab. So a day. That's what I that that is another interesting thing about these services. You never know a day before that the like how your next day will be. It is so diverse. The responsibilities are so diverse. The actors in the stage are so diverse because in Indian administrative service, everything happening in a district comes under you. So not for me, but like a district district magistrate or district collector, whatever you call them. So my what I was doing, I was doing training uh, in Dhaniyara. So my day was uh, like we play with different attachments. Like if you see, there are 50, 60 departments running in a district. Like health, education, 
फॉरेस्ट हो गया देन इंडस्ट्री हो गया स्पोर्ट्स हो गया देन लॉर्ड ऑफ कॉपरेटिव हो गया एग्रीकल्चर सो दे फिफ्टी सिक्सटी डिपार्टमेंट राइट एंड सिमिलरली देर आर लॉट ऑफ ब्रांचेज ऑफ गवर्नमेंट वर्किंग लाइक रूरल डिपार्टमेंट अर्बन अर्बन लोकल बॉडीज एंड सो दो योर वर्क स्टार्ट फ्रॉम योर ऑफिस said uh, like officers keep getting posted to like different kinds of department from like husbandry to like transportation and stuff so how do you guys keep subject knowledge or is there a generic training that gets applied to like every department you guys are posted in so uh, 
we are not directly posted in those departments. Mm-hmm. So, like uh, the different departments in the district have mm-hmm. their own staff. For example, the agriculture department in the district will have its chief agricultural officer. No, who started his job or her job in the agriculture office. Understand? So, every animal husbandry has a uh, director for uh, animal husbandry department only. So, we are not involved or we are not directly into that department. You have to understand that the IS officer will be the main coordinating officer of all those departments. For example, if uh, if you see a rural village in Punjab or in any part of India, then there are a lot of schemes of government running. For agriculture, you will see there will be livestock also. For livestock, so health department comes in because there is a veterinary uh, hospitals are there, veterinary inspectors are there, veterinary staff is there. So health department comes in when I say about agriculture. Then the agriculture main department comes in, then the irrigation department comes in. Then the food and supply department comes in, which procures the food grains which farmers. So when you see one particular agriculture, then there are seven, eight, nine departments which are working in agriculture. So the highest officer is the coordinating officer as an doing job as a director of production. And when the season comes to procure then he will be doing the procurement thing. When it is about when there are floods, then he will be doing the flood mitigation thing. So we are not directly into the department, but the overall coordination and ensuring that you know, schemes of the government which are of particular department. For example, when I say health insurance. It's a health department scheme, but responsible for implementing in the district or the currently ground that is the uh, IS officer or the whoever is posted in the district uh, SDM or district uh, DM. So this is how it's being run. So you won't be directly part of the department, but you will be overall accountable uh, authority. What kind of training is received after qualifying the exams? Do they give you training for like different departments as well? Yeah, so after your exams, you, so because there are around 20 to 23 services, so once the results come in, so all the qualified candidates from different services, they'll go to the Masuri for their foundation board training. So it's like a common service training program, which of three months. After that three months of foundation course, then there is a state specific, or sorry, service specific training. For example, IRS people goes to National Academy Direct Texas in Nagpur. Uh, police guys will go to the NPI Hyderabad. And IS officers stay in Masuri for four or five months for the IS uh, professional course training. So after that you know, training in the academy, the officers are sent to the uh, the districts in different uh, the respective states. So I'm sent to Ludhiana in Punjab because Punjab is my home by the card given to me. So we undergo this district training for one year and here in district training, uh, as I was telling you that you are exposed to a lot of these bank departments. We don't get in uh, as a, you, know, you were asking like do we get us, uh, the department specific knowledge or training. So we are attached to different departments like health department education or agriculture or sports department. So. And during those attachments, we understand their functioning, what's their role, and what's their uh, no, what's their work on the field. And this is part of training. So this training is given on, and after that one year of training, we are again uh, sent back to Masuri uh, for a final conclusion of the training. And then we are sent back finally to the 
district for the uh, proper role. Uh, so this is the training thing. So yeah, the academy and the, the government gives you proper training before you join the field for your work. Okay. Has anything changed because of the pandemic? Uh, COVID is like a calamity, you know, it's an epidemic, so it's like, you know, uh, it's like uh, dealing with a disaster, a disaster like the other It's a natural disaster and uh, yes, the now the focus has been a lot on the COVID because it's since last uh, last year, March, uh, the cases started rising and you know, still we are seeing the second peak in India. So most of our part of our training or the responsibility we got was uh, linked to somehow COVID work and exposure was more towards this. But other than that, we have we also had the regular training in which because uh, IS officers before independence had the main role of revenue officers because British Britishers used to collect or not just Britishers even the Mughals or the, or the kings prior to Mughals they used to collect the land revenue from the farmers. So that was the whole uh, uh, foundation of this uh, service because Britishers uh, through these officers, the IS officers, they what they call the ICS officers, they used to collect the land revenue and that was a major role and still the mother department of the IS officers is still the revenue department. So although we don't collect the revenues now, but the for whatever link to a land in the India is under the revenue department, like the transactions of land. So we did this uh, training of land revenue because this is the, the mother department of our, our service. And apart from that, there, there is whatever there is, whatever happening in a district that also becomes a part of your training because you are accountable for whatever happening, good, bad happening in your area. So yeah, most of our part uh, went for the COVID. Uh, management, but we also did a regular training as well, which includes revenue and attachment with different line departments. Mm-hmm. Do you think your career choices was influenced by your parents, siblings, or society? Um, see, this is a very personal kind of question. No? <laughs> uh, I think most of my career choices affected or uh, on the basis of the suggestion or somehow linked to the anecdotes of my uh, growing up days uh, and seeing how my father or uh, because my father is a businessman so how my father used to uh, do things in his business like because he's a businessman then I saw a lot of exposure of a businessman to the government like the income tax or the police or the IS officers or the road transport officers. So I definitely uh, believe that my choices of career as well as the uh, education are largely affected by uh, my parents and and the society, society I would say yeah because uh, because we are part of the society and in that sense Know, whatever our experiences as a person or as a family are so that's because of the because of the reactions or the, the transactions we have with the people around. So definitely the 
choices we make or which I have made are largely affected by my family and this society. Yep. Um, especially like yeah. in India, that's why I wanted to focus on that. A lot yeah. is based on what your parents want from you and like as you grow older you realize that maybe you didn't want to do that and it's hard switching careers as you grow older yeah, yeah. so that's it's a big okay, decision now, now I got so on this note yeah you 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 truly said that uh, because of our parents choices somehow you know, people or the students uh, uh, take up things which they don't want to take up but uh, there's a very fine line in this, you know, because what I feel, whatever the, whatever any parent uh, thinks about uh, their kid doing, like anything what they think is suitable for the kid, it won't be coming from a place which is, you know, not good for the kid. Like it will always be from the care and the, you know, thinking good about the kid that you know, it will help him or her in the future. So, but first thing is this, what I believe that, you know, it's not uh, outrightly saying that you know, whatever parents decide or whatever parent thinks is wrong. So, uh, first thing is this, that what I think is, the, whatever parents uh, uh, choose or not choose it, but whatever parents suggest, one should definitely, you know, have that in mind because, uh, Parents will be the last person, not even the last person, person to think you know, bad about you. But uh, saying that, uh, if you know being suggested by your parents something, and if still you feel that that's not your calling, then you should try those things as well. So my thing, what I want to suggest, like if your parents are suggesting you something, go go with it. You think that would work for you, go ahead with it. But if you feel that you know there are things with you that this thing is not okay for you. Like for me, engineering was my call. Uh, but uh, while I was doing my 11th, uh, uh, so I didn't know about IIT at all. So it was my parents who knew about it. Although they heard something about this IIT and they told me this, no, you should give this exam, okay for this exam. So, but I was clear that you know, mathematics, physics, this excites me, so I should be taking this. So, now consider a scenario, if my parents would have prepared me or you know, told me about this, then I don't have ever tried for it. So, what I feel, you know, we should take this in a very positive sense, like whatever parents this, uh, suggest, suggest for us, or even chooses for us, if it goes with, our, goes with our calling. Yep, you're right. We should always give it a second thought, for sure. How would you define success, and would you consider yourself to be successful? I know I said I'm going to have like very hand baby questions after this. These are questions no one has a right answer to that. No matter whoever you are, even success, there are a lot of movies I've seen on this particular topic success and still it's not defined properly what I see. But yeah, if you really want, I think you really want to know that because Success is like, you know, be success or happiness, these are very things, you know, these are very simple things, but very difficult to, uh, what do you say, put in words. So, and it means a lot to different, lot, different to lot of people. What may be successful might not be the same for the other person. But 
Yeah, for me, I think it happened so like uh, in my when I told you about my internship, I decided I would be doing the private jobs. Then final year, final year of my college, and I was you know, uh, there were placement com placement companies were coming in, and it happened so that uh, uh, because there was there was one Japanese company distribution, and I applied for four five companies, but I thought I should be appearing now for the interview because if I get selected, then maybe I get deviated from my you know, goal of this doing the preparation. And my interview, the there were five people, you know, five panel interview, but one was an Indian and the fourth was Japanese. And they asked me the same question: "Aka, what about the guys? For what for you? Uh, what is success? How do you define success for you?" And the same question you are asking me now after six years. <laughs> in a podcast, <laughs> and there I, but no, whatever I say, said there, no, uh, even sitting off for a placement in a private company, and he asked me, guys, what do you understand by success, and how do you define define it for you? I said, sir, for me, success means, uh, you know, the footprint of what I do, uh, if it is large enough to affect or uh, affect or somehow improve. Uh, things for the people around me because uh, as I've been, I've done you know, something like few things in my life, and I felt feel that uh, things which have created some impact around me have really given me a joy or happiness or whatever you want to call that success also. And in those little moments, I felt that I did something really meaningful in my life. So. And so he asked me, "Do you think you will be able to do that in Mitsubishi?" I said, "No, sir. I don't think I would be able to do that in Mitsubishi. I, I might be preparing for civil service in the future." <laughs> so there was an Indian guy in the uh, interview, and he he understood that whole scenario. He he like, "I'm not for the interview there. It's just because there's a policy that if you apply, then you have to fit for the interview." But I'm sure Japanese would have got it, but the Indian guy got it, and he's like, okay, <laughs> so you won't be asking a lot of questions now because you won't be doing it. So, yeah, so the same thing which I said six years back, I feel the same that the footprint of my work, if it is able to do, you know, make some impact around, then uh, I'll call my work or something which I do as a success. Otherwise, so it's like a regular thing only. Uh, we do hundred things, but If even a single thing, like for example, in my district, me, I, me along with my senior, so we planted. So there was a dump site. You know, it's like a legacy waste over there for 10-15 years, and it was around two to three acres of a dump site. So for past 10-15 uh, years, the waste of that uh, municipal mm. council or the municipal uh, area was being collected and thrown over there. So what we did, we you know, we made uh, that dump site into a green belt. Like we, uh, we took that waste and brought it to the center of that uh, land and planted around 10,000 trees uh, in that area and made a walkway and made a green belt around it. So this is what I feel. You know, if I even after doing a lot of things, maybe a lot of things which I don't remember also. Uh, this is one thing which I cherish for the life. You know, that yeah, something I did which must be making something. Uh, good in that area because Ludhiana, there's a lot of air pollution there, being uh, congested, and trees which we planted were of different varieties, of 20 varieties of trees being planted, 
and there were a lot of bamboo uh, trees also we planted. So that would be adding to the income of the municipal council as well as doing type of lot of benefits around. So if you ask me, so the simple questions, so the simple answers of each one. I hope I'll be able, I've been able to answer them. Um, yeah, that was good. Uh, if you had to advertise uh, being an IAS officer to some 17-year-old kid, how would you do that? I will never do that because already <laughs> there's a lot of hype about this uh, services and IAS and this uh, in India's Indian society and somehow know that I also felt about IIT also because uh, and I somehow feel you know, this is not the right thing or right way to go ahead because uh, when we were in the college and last year of our college, uh, when during the placements, always there were new in the views of views in the national media. An ID student got around two crores of package for 1.5. This humongous figures they quote. Then I so this this puts you know, this puts a number to your uh, your uh, success or failure. Like if you're able to get this get that figure in your package for the job, you're successful otherwise not. And so I think there is already a lot of hype in our society regarding this uh, UPSC or IAS particular uh, service. And what I will say on the contrary is that if you, you know, if you for a 17 year old who thinks who are who's making a career choice right now, then look for the things which you want to do. Uh, I can tell you things which Definitely IS or the different other services, government services will provide you. For example, the number one thing which I said earlier is the responsibility of its own kind at such a young stage. Imagine for a 25 year old student or a not a student, 25 year old pass out having the responsibility of a subdivision. Subdivision is like a part of a district. And having all the responsibility of a subdivision, and when I say the responsibility, it means everything. academic 
bent of mind, then go for higher studies or do join some policy programs. But the, for a 17-year-old uh, kid, it is very important to know what to know what they want to do or know what excites them actually. For example, if I have to tell someone of some, someone about the startup, then you know, if you have that. Uh, if you have that risk-taking ability, and you really, you really, it gives you really a push that to uh, to believe in an idea, and then making that idea, uh, 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 then making others to believe in that same idea, then start other the thing for you. Then there are a lot of career opportunities with that. Like Uber, you are doing already. You know, you're being a passout from NIT, then you went out for higher study. Now you are doing this thing. Possibly something which is no, pushing you to do this. Otherwise, there are a lot of hundred things you want to do, but still you want to do subscribing things. There's a reason for that. So what what I suggest, not look for the uh, career options, but look for the uh, motivation or look for those things which you which motivates you to do a certain job. Because everything which you do will have uh, a particular a peculiar kind of questions Akash anything you would like to add any advices anything else you would want to add <laughs> no, no 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 definitely follow your heart and all to subcarry and that is for a long thing if you don't follow your heart then definitely in the time you can just thank if your heart doesn't lie in your job your work you will be you know there will always be a push to some other field you will always see other people and yeah, I why I'm not doing the same thing. So I think there's already a lot of uh, preaching about that. So uh, follow your heart in the uh, what do I say in the general domain. Let's keep it to them. But if there's any particular questions for me, I'll be happy to answer. Or... I have noticed a lot of like people that I know as well because like you just said like it's so popular follow your heart follow your passion and they're always like looking for their passion and not doing anything at all in a concrete basis like they wouldn't if they want to go for higher education they don't know what to go for because they have still not found their passion so um it's really hard i think at least for kids like I changed my career like multiple times. Like I started with electronics and communication because I wanted to make robots. And then I worked in a robotics company after my graduation. And then uh, I decided, oh, machine learning is interesting. That's why I came for my master's here. And now like I'm doing it, doing the natural language processing and machine learning. 
but like when I speak to you right now, that, this was also one of the things my parents mentioned that you should try for an IELTS also. And then <laughs> I said like I worked very really hard for like the JE exam because that's such a big deal then, like 11th and 12th. Oh, I didn't want to put the effort in for like <laughs> being an IELTS officer. So. <laughs> Then, but that's the beauty of your 20s, right? because once you graduated, uh, every one of us had that span of no? 8 years, no? even Jack Ma said that, and I really like that thing. No? And I even not Jack Ma, a lot of things, a lot of people have said this, 20 years to no? try and test all the things in their life. Because there is no particular way of uh, living or there is no particular way of doing things. Only if you try and know, you get to know where you are liking or where your uh, heart lies in. And it's only when you uh, when you try. So maybe the first job you choose, because first job to after the college, it's like this only. No, a job chooses you because once you get out of the college, you have to earn something. Then you you land up any which bigger company or any company which you feel right is at that time, at that, that point of time. But I think twenties people should you know, try a lot of things because I myself try a lot of things here and even. In the service, I feel every day no, there is something or the other which I should be trying right now. So, yeah, in 20s, one should never regret of trying things and they should do as much as they can because uh, that's the beauty of 20s, I guess. You know, this all will be taken in the right spirit only. Yeah, so yeah. You, like you also said you tried a lot of but that's the right, right way to go about it because and uh, uh, what do I say? I've seen a lot of my friends who have done extremely different things which I have thought of what they have thought during the college. Like one of the seniors of our college, he went into the filmmaking and you know, doing some serious editing in the Bollywood movies. And uh, there are people who have left their job, they've started their startup. So that, that's also a crazy thing which I feel you know, people from their very comfortable life starting something new. That's, that's all because they want to test and try things. Thanks a lot, Akash.